0: hello my name is xavier mercado and this is spearhead conversations today i'm joined by special guest xavier loki ferno martin appreciate you
1: for having me hey <laughs> um, appreciate
0: it. i ran into this uh talented individual um uh, mm-hmm. the past week on a video shoot yes sir yes sir he's an audio engineer a cinematographer yes, sir, and uh very inspirational uh that day working alongside you as i mm-hmm. was shadowing, shadowing a production team mm-hmm. um the passion you put into the work that was was done that day uh it was uh appreciated it. it was up there that means a lot hey yeah um but uh with that, you know he's from Milwaukee and he represents the city. Born and raised. So you know we have to have the very <laughs> best of the best. Mm-hmm. So without further ado,
1: <laughs> how are you doing? Man, I'm 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 surviving. I'm, I'm, I'm thriving. I'm here. Yeah. You know? I'm I'm happy to be here so I can keep pushing forward. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I I took a peep at your your Insta today and I'm Appreciate like, it. hey, man. You busy man.
1: I've been busy. <laughs> I've been busy, just trying to crack through. Yeah, through that ceiling.
0: Well, you know this—the the entertainment scene here is, mm-hmm. you know, it's a—it's—it's it's a tough one to cut through. Uh, For sure, it's
1: very competitive. Very. <laughs> and I've been trying to approach it with more of a like uh, a group mindset, yeah, as opposed to you know the adversarial mindset. Man, but you know that's hit or miss sometimes, depending on who you're dealing with. Definitely. Yeah. It's been an eye
0: opener for me for the past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely never a dull moment, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's let's jump in. Let's get it. All right. Where were you born? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, St. Joe's Hospital, uh, right in the center of the hood.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just did a, a commercial. And uh, mm-hmm. I have Saint Joseph's in
1: there. Yeah, for sure. And even my son was born in Saint Joe's, so yeah, continuing the the tradition. I
0: see. What area you grew up around?
1: Uh, I'm a North Sider, the um, lower North Side. It, you know, it depends on who you ask, because some people consider the East Side to be the North Side, which is crazy. Yeah, but yeah, uh, North Side, born and raised. Gotcha. Uh, let's say, mm, Keith area, all the way up to like. As far, as far northwest as like Lover's Lane. Okay, got you. Like yep. very far florist. hmm yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, how was your childhood? Uh, my childhood was very, uh, how should I say this? It was very good mm-hmm. in terms of like how I was taken care of. I, I, I grew up in a single parent household like most of us, a single mom. My dad kind of dipped in and out a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. He disappeared around like sixth grade you know what i mean and of course you'd be able to talk to him every couple years but she worked her way through school to get a nursing degree and now she's like a nurse of 30 something years so wow i wasn't necessarily like dirt broke but we definitely had all of the video games we wanted all of the toys we wanted you know what i mean but all of my friends however uh lived around like 44th and like locust area so Mm -hmm. i always would get my Step doses. Once moms moved out of the hood, I I'd, I'd go there every weekend, every yeah. week, and we'd run around the streets. They get lost in the hood.
0: When I was, uh well, I graduated
1: in '07. What year you graduated? I graduated
0: in '11. Okay, you graduated '11. So
1: I got to I got to high school in '07. Got, got out you of there in
0: '11. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't age me. <laughs> no, I went down to the south side and um, you know, Dibble dabble. Yeah. You know that type of freedom that mm-hmm. you know you want until the age of eighteen. Yeah, and then obviously, then you find out what it's all about.
1: <laughs> and, and you know, it's it was one of those things where you kind of it was one of those things where you kind of like discovered who you are, who your friends were, and um, you know the realities of life. Yeah, because while I wasn't the the least fortunate, I had a lot of friends that were very unfortunate. And mm-hmm. with me being the uh, lower middle class. Mm-hmm. You you sometimes felt like you were like the upper class. Yeah. You know. Despite Definitely. you not having everything, you had more. Like you were able to have a fifteen hundred dollar car when you turned sixteen. Yeah. You know. That's
0: hey man. You know, when you have a car in high school, that that <laughs> you become the man. You become the dude who's <laughs> carting everybody you around. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Well, you're creative. And For that, sure. that shows through since since I've met you. Appreciate it. Um, What's your earliest memories of you tapping into the creative side of yourself?
1: Man, uh, uh, some of my earliest moments go back to when flip phones first started coming out. Okay. Um, and I guess this is around the same time when I started writing. I became a, uh, I used to love animes. I still love anime. Yeah. And I used to really read manga religiously every week, like sixth grade, fifth grade, fourth grade and my earliest memories of actually creating something camera-wise came with a flip phone that we used to get those lg razors, I yep, the razors? <laughs> I you going the razors yeah you know they had the red one they had the pink one they had the gray one I had yep. the gray one and me and my friends would be in my basement because my mom uh always lived with my mom my grandmother and my sister and there's like a three-bedroom townhouse or a house they had the upstairs but i'd always beg instead of sharing a room with my sister mm-hmm. just give me the basement I would have my own space and my, my, my sister would have the upstairs room and it'd have a carpet. It would be really nice. It would have like, how should I say, um, windows with light. The basement area was really dark and I was cool with that. Like, yeah. I love creepy stuff. Like, yep. and my friends would always come over and I'd have like three or four or five friends over at a time. Cause my house was that hub house yep. that everybody would go to. And my mom was like moms to everybody. Okay. So. Gosh. And, you know, she was a nurse by that time, so she was able to feed all of us, which is crazy. She literally yeah. would stock the fridge, and then it'd be gone by the time my friends left. And um, we were creating skits on our Razor phones. That's... And I don't even know why we did it. I don't know why we started. I can't even remember how we started. But That's we so were like, dope.
0: That's so fire. We were putting <laughs> towels over
1: our heads and acting like we were, like, literally from the Middle East, and we'd just jump around and make jokes. Yeah. And then we'd, in another uh, one, we'd act like we were ninjas. You know how you used to wrap the T-shirt around yep. your face to and look like a ninja? And then only eyes show yeah that. And then we'd just run a skit. And this was before, like, RDC, shout out to them, uh, before Dave Chappelle had his skit show. Yeah. Shout out to him. Um, we were just creating. Mm-hmm. And then one day, it just stopped. And I don't know why. Man. But we, I still have some of the videos in my email um embarrassing videos that my friends don't want me to show of <laughs> us doing those skits at so young of an age like as young as my son that's in the room right now as young as he is and we were just making things and it was so mm-hmm. fun like and i ran away from that for some reason you know you get older yeah. you start chasing girls you start chasing for sure and then i lost that okay but i came back around to it later in life for sure you know what I mean? Well, music is a big part of your life. For sure. And um, that's where it went. And uh, who were musical influences growing up for you? Mm, um, Andre 3000. How did you feel about the album release? I loved it. You loved it? Yeah. Whatever that man wants to do, yep. creatively, mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. Now, do I want some bars? Yes. <laughs> I want some bars. But but again, he gives us bars and features, and he'll give us four minutes of bars on somebody else's song. Yep. So I'm cool with that. Um, I could understand the pressure that comes with being someone who's so prolific and -hmm. not wanting to miss that mark. Yep. I just don't think that he sees that if he takes his time with whatever he's doing, he can't miss. He won't miss. You know what I mean? To be honest, I I remember Stankoni and (laughs) all that, man. No matter what he does, even the the style that he has now, which is more refined and technical and... Mm -hmm punctual with his syllables and the the things that he says if he just takes his time and gives us seven records yeah it's the best thing that he could do <laughs> you know yeah. but yeah andre 3000 jay-z as i got older into my teens mm-hmm. eminem oh man uh drake J Cole Kendrick.
0: I was about to say you came up in that era. You say you grew up, you you graduated mm-hmm. eleven, and that's when
1: that's Young
0: when Money was big, and you had Wayne. Cole. Yeah, Wayne. I
1: remember the mixtape yeah. days.
0: Oh, that's what I'm saying. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Man, you got
1: you got. Uh, <laughs> just, I was listening was fire, to Two Face the other day. Lil Wayne mixtape guy, bro. <laughs> yeah, and it's different because back in that day, it was Rap City to Basement. Yep, internet was popping. MySpace was there, but it wasn't like this. Instagram didn't exist. T- Twitter didn't exist. So, you know, my my creative inspiration came from the music that I heard my parents listen to in the car. But at the same time, the internet emerged and we were able to find our own mm-hmm. artists.
0: So with a lot of that, the the music that's how a lot of these artists, they they edit their own music. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something I've always seen as surprising and fascinating at the same time. For sure. You are someone who... Uh, through music became an audio engineer definitely um what was that like stepping into that that mm-hmm. type of unknown
1: yeah um as a kid like I was always very tech technologically prone so taking apart computers putting things together you know downloading things I shouldn't download and then figuring out had to get rid of it before Graham's found out on that Old gateway computer. You remember know, the ones with the little <laughs> yep, moose, the, yep. the, not the most, the cow. Yep. Decal on it. Um, so technology never scared me, but obviously it was, you know, the fun of creating things and then the pressure of being the person who knew how to do all of it. Mm-hmm. So I I would talk to my friends and I'd be like, Look, we've been recording on a garage band, like literally the one that you get from the rock band video game. Wow. And Audacity on a laptop. For sure. You know what I mean? The free audacity program. We should upgrade this stuff Mm -hmm. because I always just love technology. We're buying all of these different things. And at the time, my friend was my friends were smoking and, uh, you know, with my friend smoking at the time, it just kind of. Made me think like you guys are spending $10, $20, every freaking whatever to get whatever you guys like you're going to get out of it. Yeah. And we could just invest that same amount of money as six of us. There's seven of us. We can just spend 20 bucks each and get a nice microphone, a nice preamp. I've been reading about this on Google. Cause now yeah. the internet's more, uh, you know, p- prolific at the time. And once we did that, I just literally, um, I bought the pieces myself cause nobody else wanted to volunteer. Nobody yeah. else wanted to help. And I'm not the, I'm a self starter for sure. You know? Yeah. So I just bought a microphone. Mom's bought me my first real microphone, but I bought a microphone, mm-hmm. bought an interface, had a computer, And we just figured it out from there. And eventually I got a MacBook and I started using Logic from GarageBand. Sure. You know what I mean? You know,
0: you saying that story, uh, someone in a previous interview, Philly Flyboy, Mm -hmm. that's kind of how it all started for him. That's crazy. Where he went to his group of friends and he's like, look, I do the video. You guys, we pitch in and we come together. And that's the way it is. I I think like through this journey I've had with this platform, Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't ever want to portray that this is all done by myself. It mm-hmm. is. I have a team.
1: Yeah. You for know sure. what
0: I mean? I have people that genuinely care and then of course this wouldn't be possible without the people that come on. Mm-hmm. So when I hear stuff like that, it just like this excitement of like hell, yeah. Yeah. Cuz you you know what I mean? To start something from the ground up and see it blossom into what it's come. Yes. Become um it it says it says so much about who that person is. So kudos to you.
1: I appreciate that. I appreciate that because, like you said, it it's a path that most successful people follow unintentionally. Yeah. So the fact that I see other people who I admire having similar stories. For sure. And while I'm not at that success, at that successful mountaintop, I can see that they're doing similar things that I did in my youth, mm-hmm. which gives me hope to keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? For because sure. Because... there's so many dope individuals who have stories like that and it's it's wonderful that i didn't plan any of it Mm -hmm. but life just kind of took me down that
0: it's authentic and that's truly what it is so like with your work ethic Mm -hmm. before you came on to you know really content creating and to what it is now
1: Mm -hmm. how have you seen that evolve man I've, i've always had a very strong work ethic thanks to my mom um At least that's where I think I get it from, because I've always seen her work so hard at, you know, going to school, going to work, making sure we had everything we needed. And she's never like faltered, not once. So originally my plan was, okay, everyone has a job. I'm going to go get a job as soon as I can and I'm going to work it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the best as I can at that. And I'm going to climb up whatever that ladder is. And once I get there, I made it. Yeah. Over time, my 10 years of being in the workforce, it kind of just, it changed. For sure. You know what I mean? It, it, it changed because you, you go from being a naive kid who thinks that everything's going to result out of just hard work. And then you grow up and you realize that it's a little bit of luck involved in that. It's a little bit of networking involved in that. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of passion that you should have for what you're doing. It shouldn't just be, hey, I got a good job. I'm going to work hard. Yeah. You know? And once I find out that, you know, this path that I've been on for X amount of years, isn't really working the way that I want it to work. Yeah, I just pivoted. And then now I'm able to work 20 times harder yeah. because I love what I'm doing now, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it, to be honest with you, that's, that's what I love to hear. Mm-hmm. That, it's, it's, it's the groove. It's the, it's, the, it's the fire from within. What do you feel motivates you more, most when it
1: comes to doing what you're doing? a legacy like my legacy like what i'm leaving behind because i remember the days you know where I, I would like literally cry for my dad to be there to like instruct me to yeah tell me because you know as as a man you learn a lot of what being a man is by being a man yeah if that makes any sense oh it makes uh, you know what I mean? me,
0: brother like uh stepfather walking out mm-hmm. um and, and that void there, mm-hmm. and then growing up. I had male figures in my life, but yeah. it wasn't like... It isn't the same. It isn't the same. Um, no. You know, it's crazy because, like, I've recently started confronting the, the childhood trauma because mm-hmm. I want to get past it. And For I sure. I want to hold, but I do understand what you're saying 100%. when you say that because it's... Man. Yeah. It, it. You learn how to be a man through... The mistakes of others. You bumping
1: your head. Yeah. Or other people bumping uh, yep. their heads. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, those of us who didn't have the examples to see someone bump their head and was comfortable enough to tell us, hey, mm-hmm. you shouldn't do that because I did this. We got to bump our own heads a little bit harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 that hard work ethic comes from literally me bumping my head so many times that now I want to leave behind something that my kids can understand the value of Mm -hmm. like, if I could get like just one piece of that, you know, that ideal life to give to the people around me, not even to myself to show that, Hey, I actually went out, followed my passion. And I did this, Mm -hmm. you can do this too. I'd be happy. I'd be good. I'd be ready to leave. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, my work on this planet isn't done until I can like show the people who did so much for me, like, Hey, you didn't do it for no reason. Yeah. You know? It's uh,
0: yeah, a legacy, man. You know, yeah. and why I'm doing this right now, like for the for my kids. You got your your boy here with you. Yeah. I, I love
1: seeing it. Don't <laughs> yo? I'm telling you, like, yeah. and, and and I I try not to take moments like these for granted mm-hmm. because when I was a little knucklehead that wouldn't be quiet, yeah. <laughs> or wouldn't sit still, <laughs> I I didn't have a man to be there. Like, hey, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? For sure. Tighten up. Tighten up. (laughs) I was just wilding. Yeah. So I try to appreciate those moments because despite its frustrations in the present, years from now, who knows what he's going to be. Yeah. He might be a sniper. (laughs) Yeah. In whatever field he's in, he might be a sniper. You want to hear
0: something? I'm talking about uh, snipers. Yeah. And this is a literal sniper. (laughs) Um, Just because you brought it up, and I have to say it. For sure. One of the, the, someone I graduated with, Mm -hmm. his name was Andrew, very tall guy. Um, you know, straight into the books. Mm-hmm. Always head on his shoulder. I would have never guessed he would have went to the military and worked himself up the ladder. And yeah. dudes out here, pew pew <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> but uh, nah, man, <laughs> let's well, get, high honors. Yeah, high honors. Let's yeah, get back to that. Sure. But yeah, for sure, man. He become a sniper himself, and yeah, it's a, it's a new day and time. And we were talking about mm-hmm. this before um, the conversation started. Uh, you know. It, the way technology is going, the way just life in general for, for,
1: for what's life, life's becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just the way that my life is structured right now. Like when, when he was a lot younger, cause I've been hustling at this consistently about four years. Um, it was harder to have him around just for the fact that I'm hustling so hard. I can't focus on both being a very con- attentive and consistent dad in his presence and then I started realizing that the more I kind of not have him with me when I'm doing certain things, the less controlled he becomes in those spaces. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a uh, Blue Ivy with like Jay yeah. and Beyonce. Yeah. I guarantee you now, after being in so many studio sessions, She sees the process. She sees the work ethic. She sees her mom do the dance routines. And now she wants to do it because she understands the importance. But that first two years of her being there, she was probably terror. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, And until you work through those kinks to show your kid, hey, this is what I do. And I'm doing this because people recognize the work that I'm doing in the community. If you can just see my example instead of me telling you my example, you'll see, oh, my dad's actually somebody that people respect. I want to be like him, not because he told me to be like him, but because I've seen him do dope things. Yeah, and it's paying the bills. Perfectly. You know what I mean, sad.
0: perfectly said, for sure, man. So, with audio engineering, was that self? self was it self-taught? Self-taught. And then um, you've just rolled with and learning YouTube.
1: Yeah. yeah. The biggest thing I tell people about audio engineering, because again, I'm not like a savant, but I know enough because of my ears. Your ears will tell you everything you need to know about a mix. Even if you don't know what compression is, if you don't know what EQing is, if you don't know what auto-tune is, your ears will tell you if it sounds good. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have to train your ear. Mm-hmm. You have to train your ear. If you don't train your ear, you will definitely have a more consumerist perspective towards sound. Yeah. If I tell you, hey, do you hear that in the high in the high mids? If, do you hear that in the mid-range? Do you hear that in the low end? You're not going to know what that means in the first year. Yeah. But after you hear so many different recordings because you stuck to your craft, you'll be like, hold on, wait, what is that little hum that I didn't notice the first year of me doing this? What is that high end brightness that I don't really like in this mix? And then you'll be able to remove these things with the tools that you have by just playing with it. You know what I mean? So it's self-taught, but I did rely a lot on YouTubers, Google uh, instructors from MATC when I graduated. Yeah. Um, all of that plays a part, but just trust your ears mm-hmm. and train your ears.
0: How long did you attend uh, MATV? Two years. Two I years? went
1: for a TV degree, an e-pro- a e-production degree. Okay. Um, so I'm technically an electronic producer, um, but yeah. Let's go. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Let's go. <laughs> just something that, that instead of being completely self-taught, it gives me an outlet to be like, hey, no, I, I want to go get traditional instruction. So I'm not just teaching myself things that I want to know. I'm learning things that they want me to know. Yep. For mm-hmm. sure. Um, so your,
0: your your nickname, Loki Furno. Yeah. What drew this inspirational name? Oh, man.
1: <laughs> uh, how, where do I even begin with that? Okay. So it's a gamer tag. It's just a gamer to, tag. Just to literally give you the clip up. He out it's here a streaming. It's a gamer tag. It's a gamer tag. <laughs> you know, when PS3 came out, that was the first time you're able to create like a gamer tag mm-hmm. for your internet online presence. And I sat long and hard and I thought about it. Like, what is this? What am I gonna be? Who, what are people gonna call me? And when I was younger, it goes back to my first creative ideas. I used to draw mangas and write scripts for mangas the same time that I used to do oh, videos. Wow. My main character's name would always be Loki, always. Because mm-hmm. I did research on Norse mythology a long time ago, and this is a character that I resonated with for whatever reason at my at the time. I was under ten years old; it's probably nine or so eight. Thor,
0: Loki, all that. Yeah. And I
1: literally write out scripts, like literally. This character says this. This character says that they go here. They do that. I had pages, and my girlfriend at the time would take the pages that I had and she would type them out. Oh wow! And email
0: them to me. She had MVP, bro. Yeah, she was. She was cool. She's the
1: reason why I graduated. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, there you go. No, no cap, but. It just it literally became that, and as I got older, I had so many pseudonyms and so, so many nicknames, and so many ways that I've reinvented myself. And while I do love my actual name, it's hard to use my actual name in most circumstances because I'm a sheltered person. Yeah, I'm a, a secluded person. I want people who are like, how should I say? Oh, hold on. so um, I, I at the time I would draw those animes or draw those mangas and and create scripts for those stories because I always admired my favorite stories. Mm -hmm. My main character was always named Loki. Always. I don't know why that is, but at the time I had a knack for drawing. Yeah. And I drew a a picture that I still have to this day of Loki who had a dark side and he had a light side, Mm -hmm. literally like split right down the middle and one side shaded. And the other side, he has like light gray whitish hair. And, um, I've just resonated with the name Loki in recent years because that became my musical name. And yeah. and my gamertag was Loki Inferno X, Loki underscore Inferno underscore X. And that Inferno was abbreviated to Furno. Okay, And then Loki was just Loki, but it has an umlaut over it. Um, and the reason why I like that is because, you know, with the director's name, you want to have something that other people don't have. You want to be different. You want to stand out from other people and I just feel like that name really resonates with who I am in this current time in life. Yeah. And even amidst all of the chaos that I deal with, I go through, I've experienced, and, um, it just really resonates with me. And, and I hope one day, once I earn my chains, once I get some financial freedom, some creative freedom, like truly to be able to empower others, I probably change my last name to Ferno.
0: There we go. You know, hey. as a sign of yeah. like
1: emancipation.
0: Well, it's it's more of like a re- rebirth, and yeah. it's 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 more of a just. This is the path I'm I've been on, and now it's finally coming together. Mm-hmm. It's time to truly signify it in the best way you possibly you can.
1: And now I earned that a new path for my family. For sure, you know, not just me, but my family. So now my lineage from this point on is like, oh, we got this name because this happened, and this is why, yeah. not because of history. And we all know the history. I don't even know where my last name came from. Yeah. So while it's mine, I don't relate to it. Definitely. Yeah.
0: So with audio engineering, Mm -hmm. you know, that's it's been a major portion in the creative you've become. Mm -hmm. What doors did that open up for you?
1: Man, um, I've gotten countless number of gigs recording people. Recording people's music, recording their audio on sets. Um, recording professional interviews and all types of stuff like that. I've gotten tons and tons and tons of opportunities to do that. And it, I think it's just it's the networking element like we kind of spoke about before. Yeah. This. It, it's opened the doors for me to be able to say if I do anything, audio is nine times out of ten. The most important piece of it. For sure. If I shoot a film, which is my main bag now. Yeah, And the audio is terrible, nobody will watch it. That is very true. But if it, the video is terrible, they'll give it a chance if the audio is good. Mm-hmm. So I always have that pillar in my creative space right now, that pillar to be able to foundationally create whatever I want to create. And obviously yeah. always the music, rapping, singing, whatever it is, it's just so important to who I am as a person. And even if I don't do it every day or record every day, um, I can't, I can't get away from it. I think yeah. about it every day. Yeah. It's important, you know.
0: Well, through these, these doors that you've opened, um, c- cinematography mm-hmm. has become the main bag, just like you, for sure. You said uh, just moments ago. What drew you, what finally said to you, like, this is what, this is the route I really
1: want to take? Pandemic. Okay. When the pandemic hit, I was an electrician at the time. Yeah, I worked very hard to become an electrician. I was and I wasn't just some rinky dink. Oh, I got hired by my cousin type of whatever it is. I was a IBEW, local 494 okay. electrician. 100K a year once you get out wow. with the packages, all of that. Once you get out of your four year journeyman, you're, you're, you're looking at 80 to 100 and just benefits and hourly rate. And that was my goal was the money. Mm -hmm. At the time, because that's what that's what they teach you. Right. You know, you get a nice salary, you get a job that you can do every day. Mm -hmm. Not even that you can do every day. They just say, hey, get a job, do it every day. They Don't even ask you if you can do it. It's a system. (laughs) It's a system. And then once I got to that point after working so hard to get there, I realized in the pandemic when everything shut down and I had nowhere to take my son, no one to watch my son because I have him full time. um, I pivoted hard. Yeah. I picked up a camera that I had that I never used. And I always plan to use. And I say, you know what? I'm quitting this job, cold turkey, Mm -hmm. using whatever, uh, you know, the pandemic employment stuff that they give you because you had to be off of work. I'm using this time to hone my craft. And once that runs out, I'm going to live off this 100%. And while I do not recommend doing that at all, (laughs) I do not recommend doing that at all, it worked out. And I haven't had a job since. It's been four years almost. I haven't had a traditional job since. It's crazy. It's, oh, boy, out it's, here. It's so scary. It's so scary, the entrepreneur lifestyle and just the people that I met are the reason why I keep going. What challenges have you
0: faced? What challenges and barriers have you faced since you've stepped into this?
1: This, this? Brother, brother, brother. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, challenges are something that I face on a weekly, if not daily basis, if not a a second-by-second scenario um and i never falter because i have no other choice yeah you know what i mean like i'm telling you i've been in the trenches with this for sure me and my son just me and him in a house with no heat yeah rats wow like uh uh floor falling through the floor oh my god that makes any sense no that means door falling off the hinges yeah uh credit card bills uh Rent overdue. Um, (sighs) Bro, I'm telling you, like we've been in that space together. Yeah, That's why I love him so much. Besides him just being my son, because he's been there with me Mm -hmm. and not even just him, my friends, my supportive cast, my family um, through this journey that I jumped into thinking that I knew what I was jumping into and I did not. That's why I said I don't recommend doing those things. Yeah. Now, despite all of those negatives and pitfalls, And being in that poverty stricken area, living in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, trying to make a living off of something creative in a town, in a city that isn't necessarily geared for creatives, even though we have all of the creatives that you can imagine. Yeah, Um, I had to find a way to monetize what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, while monetizing what I was doing, I had to pivot when necessary to do whatever gig was necessary to pay the bills without compromising my integrity. And um, I feel like I've made it so far going through that. I've had cars break down. I've had engines fall out of my car. This past week, I had the wheel come off the frame of my yeah. production vehicle oh, that wow. I used to carry my C-stands, my camera gear. And I say all of this not to be like a Debbie Downer or mm-hmm. a sad story, but to tell you, yo, throughout all of that, I'm here. And I'm doing this, and I'm not any different than you. I'm not necessarily more special than you or less special than you. Yeah. Anyone can do this. For sure. You just have to be dedicated to it. Yeah. You know? Ready. So, um, you know, I
0: I feel like to be transparent in that way, mm-hmm. you have to be. Because you have to be honest with yourself. Yes. I think the scariest uh thing for me was... Mm-hmm sort of along the lines of you what you did just nose diving and not second guessing and yeah. just seeing the vision i went three months um three months where i really focused on creating a website and you know really trying to to monetize mm-hmm. um and that now that that has all come through together um I th- it's shown me a lot for sure I I always embrace that I did come up in low income. We didn't have what what I, all my other friends had. I I won't say that my life was bad. It wasn't, mm-hmm. um, but there was. It's definitely an embracing that has made me the strong character that I am today. Mm-hmm. So I I commend you on you know what you've gone through because even through that most would break for sure. Most would break and say you know what I I gotta they get scared and like, yeah. I got to go back to a nine to five. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you didn't yeah. do that. You, you pushed through this. Yeah. And, um and for that mm-hmm. is the result. And I feel like too, when you're on your path, mm-hmm. paths do cross. Yes. I don't think me meeting you was a mistake. For sure. I feel like, you know, just as it, it, they cross, it's energy. It's, it's a frequency. It's, yeah. it's all these things and that, that work together and, and, and bring people together. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, I commend you on that. I appreciate um, that. I, yeah, man. I feel
1: like the universe rewards people who are willing to risk it all. Yeah. So whatever you put on that scale on that left side, that right side has to even out at some point. I don't For know sure. when. So mm-hmm. I literally put everything I had on there, un- unintentionally or otherwise. And I just, I'm very grateful to be here. I'm very grateful to be able to keep creating at the rate that I'm creating, because the progress that some people would get in that four years, yeah. I got 16 years worth of experience in that four years because I was only doing this despite all of that. yeah, I was going to shoots every day, every week, every month, consistently over these four years, whether I had gas money or not, whether I had transportation or not, whether I had money for this, that, or that, or not. Like my camera system, I have a $60,000 camera system. So it's yeah. not like I can't pivot Buy nice clothes, buy nice shoes, buy a nice house. Yeah, but it's like, where are my priorities? Do I want to create now, or do I want to, you know, slow down the pace in which I can do these things to mm-hmm. to look cool for people? Yeah, and and it's going to work out. I have faith.
0: Uh, and you should, man. It's, <laughs> I have it's faith. manifestation. It's been, you know, it's
1: been working out. Like yeah. I've seen it with my eyes.
0: Don't you feel like everything just comes together oh as you God. go, bro? Like,
1: even if even if I, I face turmoil. Mm-hmm. something amazing Happen. literally happens. happens
0: i feel it. I, I dude i can totally relate to you on this because this past year man like i've never had anything go this long where it's been it's so, worked itself out so that i truly yeah. truly bro can i like feel it i can feel it bro i yeah. get it goosebumps right now for, <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah, for sure um, what are key steps and milestones that stand out
1: for you Man, um, making the decision to go full time as a creator, Mm -hmm. not an easy task, not an easy choice, especially when you have a family that depends on you. Yeah, you know, it's different. It's not like you're, it's not like you're a teenager or a kid that's just figuring this out. You know, I I tried to do this later in my life after I did my ten years of hustling, Mm -hmm. the traditional workspace. So what's in what's a, a milestone for me is just making that first decision, that first leap, make the leap. Yeah, believe in that leap. Um, And then also, you know, my first film premiere, we sold that out at at arts at large, $35 a ticket, like over a hundred people came to that first film premiere. Very first thing I ever really put together film wise, creatively with my brother, um, Zachary Lathan Williams. And and then even now I'm doing so much in the 48 hour film space, shout out to Michael and Kat, that they're giving me more confidence saying that, Hey, I have a talent that I need to hone and that I'm honing and they see that I have the potential to be whoever it is that I want to be. Mm-hmm. And without these people, well, without these people telling me that I have the talent to be whatever that I want to be, I wouldn't have as much confidence to be able to jump headfirst into it. Yeah.
0: Well, good for you. I appreciate you know, that. And, and um, that's awesome that people do see the. I, I, I can say, but I, I didn't meet you for that long. Mm-hmm. But in that time, in that space, I seen your passion in what you were doing. Yeah. And what impressed me even more is that I came to Shadow, right, mm-hmm. on a production set. Someone that I've I've interviewed in the past, uh, Justin Jackson. Shout out my boy. Um but them coming to you for advice during that shoot. And to me that that said everything I needed to know. For sure. That by the ending of the the shoot, I'm like, all right, I
1: got I gotta ask him the I question. Love those guys. Yeah. I man. love those guys. They they've poured so much into me in this journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? They put food on my table. Like I, I appreciate those guys so much, Dids and Justin. Like they do so much creatively and they've taught me so much. Yeah. So whenever I can work with them is a blast.
0: That's sure. fire. Yeah, man. I it was a it was a different experience. It was a vibe. It was mm-hmm. energy and I loved it. Like and it it truly told me that day, like this is what I want to do. For sure. This is what I want. For sure. I love that. Um, What is Hype
1: Soul Studios? Hype Soul Studios started out as a musical conglomerate amongst me and my closest friends where we made tons of music, whether rap, uh, singing, beat making, whatever it was, poetry. Mm -hmm. And we were known as Hype Soul, a name that I created. And since... Life goes in the way that life goes. People go different directions. But I didn't want my brand to die with, you know, the previous integration of our friends. We used to always meet up together, share songs, show each other what we've created. And we used to love mm-hmm. that. Just show it. wasn't for anyone else other than each other because we never released this stuff. It was literally, hey, bro, I wrote this song. You want to hear it? Yeah. You know? And... With that changing, it turned into me making films and music videos and other creative works. And I feel like I could take that brand, bring it over here, and while my guys could still rep it, yeah, we're going to take it to another level. Mm-hmm. And that's what I released all of my music under, Hype Soul Studios, and all of my music videos, Hype Soul Studios. Look at the evolution, man. <laughs> you know, and it, and it just naturally pivoted from that audio stuff yep. to rapping with my friends to doing films. And now I'm doing films with my friends and new friends, Yeah, you know? So that's that's yeah. beautiful. What are particular projects or experiences
0: that have significantly significantly impacted? I'm going to start that over. Yeah, for sure. What are particular projects or experiences that have significantly impacted your growth mm-hmm. as a s- cinematographer?
1: Man, the first projects that I did with Uptilt Media and WAC, um, just watching them, them guys work. Uh, William Kafton and Ethan—I'm not gonna say his, his last name because it's crazy. Ethan <laughs> VDH. <laughs> yeah. Um. They both run Whack and Uptilt Media, and they literally—they're just creators. Yeah. They make whatever it is they feel like making. They do crazy, dope movies, uh, music videos, uh, appropriated media content. They're very, very good at what they do, and with me being able to shadow them, it helped me fast track mm-hmm. my pro my progress. You know what I mean? I yeah. learned I learned how to edit from these people. I learned how to shoot properly from school, but also these people. Yeah. So being able to see their process, being able to see how they did things, it just made me more complete of an artist.
0: Can you describe your creative process?
1: My creative process is very passion-based, which while most people would think that's a good thing, it's really a bad thing. Okay. Cause Your passion doesn't necessarily come with consistency. Mm -hmm. And if you're not consistent, no matter how passionate you are about something, nothing will get done. Nothing. So I I rely a lot on inspiration. I rely a lot on real-life scenarios to pop up and happen. Mm -hmm. Because I don't like just making movies or making films without a real-life catalyst for whatever it is I'm talking about. Yeah. So if I'm doing dialogue with um, two characters, I want to pull from real places. Whether I'm going to ask my friends or I'm going to talk about it myself. You know? So... I definitely feel like my process is more reality based, and over time, I massage it into it being more of a um, industry standard form of scripting or form of shooting. Yeah, I just like I like to see what I like to see, and I like to write what I like to write.
0: I believe you with uh, you know with what you just said, that short film that you showed me. I appreciate that. Omg, like the conversation at the ending, yeah. that was the icing on the top, man. <laughs> like it was
1: so real. Yeah. Like appreciate that, man. Yeah, it and it all comes from a real place. It, it has to. It,
0: it feel it felt authentic and it felt real. It mm-hmm. felt raw. It felt like man, I could relate. Mm-hmm. You know, it. It's yeah. just and. and that's that's what you need. That's what we want. That's what you need. That's what we want. And, and when it comes all together, it's truly something special, man. Because is it art if it doesn't evoke emotion? Exactly. You know, when you when you could put the little knot right here in the is where you like. Yeah. Uh, don't let me yeah. choke up real Cause quick. Because like but, even if it's uncomfortable,
1: yeah. and mm-hmm. even if someone doesn't like it, they'll respect it because they you made them feel something. Yeah. Too many films nowadays just focus on technical correction Mm -hmm. instead of making the audience feel something. And I want you to feel something. Like even if we're working together and we're having fun on set, I want everyone on set to feel something. Yeah. Or we're missing the mark. Gotcha. How do you feel Milwaukee has attributed to your success? Man, Milwaukee has attributed everything to my success, despite everyone would feel like we have like a crab in the bucket mentality. But Mm -hmm. I feel like our city is the best city I feel like our city is the city on the rise. I feel like our city has the best creatives. Yeah. I feel like our city also has the best people to put us in position as opposed to people saying it's a crab in a bucket mentality. I feel like the people that we have are all we need to get us all to the next place. For sure. You know what I mean? We, we just can't be yeah. adversarial about it. I've said it in, in my
0: previous uh, interviews. I mm-hmm. feel like we're in this bubble right now. And if you're truly someone that wants to be a creative mm-hmm. and you really want to step into this world, the time is now. No, and you better get in because when that when it there's, pops, there's going to be a selected. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? There's going to be a selected, yeah. and and don't be left behind. You know? I hate yeah. to put it like that's that, but it's it's. You mm-hmm. know, I heard you. It's going to be a rapture. Yeah, it, I heard earlier in the thing, consistency,
1: like that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. If there's no consistency, no one will ever hear of you. It's just so yeah. many different types of creatives in Milwaukee. We're Midwest. We're a little yeah. bit of everything. West that's Coast, existed. East Coast, South Coast. We've never yep. really had a chance to have the spotlight like every other coast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Chicago's down the way, yes, but they have their own thing going mm-hmm. on. And I feel like once Milwaukee really gets that 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 light, we're gonna be able to show what we're made of. And Milwaukee is literally I've I've never been anywhere else. I've traveled, yes, but I've never lived anywhere else. Yeah, This is 100% authentically me, Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, um, it's uh, Milwaukee to me, and this is the reason why I do it. This is the reason why I've, man, I've created a catalog of guests that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, week by week by week. I've been releasing since August 4th, 2022. Man. every Consistency. Consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my journey. Um, But with your journey, is there any exciting projects coming out?
1: Man, we just competed in two international competitions, film competitions, and uh, Sorry for Your Loss, which is a short film that we made in 48 hours. We wrote it. We directed it. We shot it. We edited it. We did the sound for it. All of that in 48 hours. Is that the one I watch? That's the one you watch. Oh my gosh! And that one's currently in the running. If we do very good in that, get top 15 out of the hundred teams that competed, we go to LA for a very important film festival, mm-hmm. and then after that, we go to Portugal for another important film festival. Yeah. And hopefully, the goal is to go there, shake hands, meet people, and bring it all back to Milwaukee. Yeah. Gotcha. You know. So. Mm-hmm. Bespo- besides us planning our features for next year, we're going to have some screenings for our films in late January of 2024. We really would love to work with other creators, collaborators. If you have a great idea, if you are a creator that you feel like has been overshadowed or overlooked, we'd love to shoot your film for you. Mm-hmm. We love to take whatever ideas you have story written by whatever you like to be, whatever. And we'd literally come in and we'd help you create that vision. Cause we want to network. We want to create yeah. bridges instead of, you know, burning bridges. Yeah. And, and those are the projects that I'm most excited for is the ones that I don't even know are coming. Mm -hmm. You know, despite the international film competition that we have and the films that we have coming up, Mm -hmm. I really want to work with creators in the city who just don't feel like they have the resources because together we all have the resources. For sure. Where do you see yourself in the next five? Man, um, in the next five, I will be directing something on Netflix, something on, Disney, Sony. Get it. Uh, Paramount. See? And it comes you,
0: out so fluid. You like, name it. Yeah, man. I it's, feel it. That's that manifestation, bro. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. I, I can't express how much, like, when people come up to me and they're like, you rocking. You know, mm-hmm. they're giving me all the praise. And, and then they ask me, like, how are you doing all this? How have you amounted to all the success? And I'm just like. I, I, it's scary to say that I've manifested this, that yes. I envisioned this and to see it unravel. And mm-hmm. I, I, I know that you you can relate, relate. to me as as, I relate. as, best as anyone can.
1: Um, and we all, all the people who are on that path, you can see it. Yeah. You can see that twinkle in their eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you say something, it's like an inside joke almost. For sure. Because a lot of people don't really believe in that manifestation yeah. universe things. They just say it. Yep, but the person who actually has experienced it and been Mm -hmm. through it and suffered for it and sacrificed for it—you can see it in their eyes. I, 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 like I
0: said, bro, you—you know it, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What advice would you give to audio engineers, Mm -hmm. up-and-coming cinematographers, Mm -hmm. just through the experiences you've been? What advice would you give?
1: Don't make excuses. Give everything that you have. Be prepared to give everything besides your wife and your kids, (laughs) give everything. That means your car, that means your shoes, your image, your ego, give it all to the universe. Work hard every day. If you can't work hard that day, think about working hard that day Mm -hmm. to be prepared for tomorrow. Yeah. Even if you don't have all of the money in the world, don't let that hold you back from creating. Use your phone if you don't have a camera. Tell your stories, tell other people's stories. Be pleasant to work with. That's the most important part out of all of this. Be a great person to work with. Despite the challenges, work through them. If you have obstacles, work through them. If you have problems with people on set or friends or close close conglomerates, work through those problems mm-hmm. and most importantly don't make excuses yeah. i'll say it again <laughs> don't make excuses uh, you can do it yeah i don't care what happened that week you're that great and i believe in you yeah i really do but you got to believe in you me believing you does nothing for you yep. you have to believe in you do not make excuses and i promise you what you think is impossible Will become possible.
0: Yeah. Man, I think that's like top sure. three advice I've ever heard on this
1: trip. <laughs> <Sure. year. laughs> sure, I appreciate that. Just, <laughs> on this show, bro. Hey, I'm just a vessel. I'm the messenger.
0: Yeah. Well, I man, I appreciate you coming you. on. Um, uh, before we get off, uh, how can people reach you?
1: Uh I am on most, if not all, social media platforms as low key. The Hype Soul, H-Y-P-E-S-O-U-L. Low key, The Hype Soul. Or you can just follow my production company at life.likecamera on Instagram. We're going to be doing a lot of dope stuff. And please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm not Hollywood. I will respond. I will talk Mm -hmm. to you. I will work with you. I'd love to work with you. I could learn something from you. Teach me something. Yeah. I appreciate you.
0: i I say it again. I said it throughout this episode. The authenticity is... Is all here? For sure. um, I do want to comment before we do get off. Yeah, I love the ponchos.
1: Both hey. times I see you, dog, you got these heavy footed hey. ponchos, bro. It's it's, it's <laughs> trademarked almost apparently because you. Know, I just I just wear them. Yeah, they feel good. They feel at home. It's yeah. like the name Loki. These just feel like me. Yeah, you know, stay true to thyself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's representing the culture for my my step babies, my grandbabies, my. Future lineage. I just want them to know you can yeah. dress however you want to dress. You could be however you want to be, but be comfortable. Yeah, because when you're comfortable, you can be dangerous.
0: No. <laughs> kill them, snipe, snipers, <laughs> snipers. <laughs> Sniper. sure. But um, I appreciate you, thank you coming bro. on, thank brother, you, thank you, thank and um, you. Appreciate I the opportunity. For, I love. Platform's for, amazing, yeah. by the way. You got to get thank your flowers. You.
1: Thank you. Your platform's <laughs> amazing. The consistency is amazing. Yeah, and I already know where you're headed. It's somewhere that I don't know where you're headed. It's somewhere yeah. that we can't even imagine right now. It's somewhere very, very powerful. And I can see the manifestation. I can see what you're doing. I can yeah. see the hard work. You're not just talking. Yeah. Despite these being conversations, you're not just talking. Yeah. You are literally putting your money where your mouth is. Mm-hmm. And you're working very hard to get things done behind the scenes. And trust me, no one needs to recognize it. The universe recognizes it. Oh, for sure.
0: And, again I truly and I I really appreciate for that sure. you know it's it's there's my, I have my moments I'm not like this keep going stale, that's my phrase yeah. keep going but it's definitely you know meeting people like you and for so sure. many others man is it's the inspiration y'all give me to keep pushing for us and uh like I said man I appreciate you coming on I look forward Thank to you. the to the future yeah but we're definitely gonna work, work alongside each other for sure um, and, uh, with that, um, uh, spearhead out.